website. Can you hear me better? Yeah, I can. I can hear. I can hear you. Oh, super! All right, so uh, we're ready to fly. The Herald headlines Three, with two, Darren Mann. Zero, and we're live. Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann. This week, the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality launched a load curtailment pilot project that will allow participating users to keep lights and security alarms on during load shedding. The Pioneer project was launched at the South End Fire Station. To find out exactly what it's all about and how it's going to work, we chat now with the Electricity and Energy Executive Director at Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, Lovoyo Magalela. Lovoyo, thanks for your time. This sounds like good news. Hi, Daron. Yes, it is good news, man. Um, we, we're always trying to mitigate the, the, the impact of low shedding and we try to come up with innovative ideas. Um, we know the, the negatives of the um, impact of low shedding, the vandalism, uh, theft, and all of that. So this, this, this project basically is going to mitigate all of, all of those issues. Now, we all know what load shedding means. What does load curtailment mean in practice? How does it work, Lavoyo? Load curtailment, it means that you, we, we, lim- we limit your load, basically. Instead of switch load shedding, we switch your, your load completely off. With load curtailment, we're saying well, you can still use your load, but will curtail your output to a certain limit. For example, in your household, you have an ATM breaker. We're going to limit through a smart meter that ATM breaker to 20 amps. So it means you cannot use your your, your stove and your fridges and your, um, our, um, your pumps, but you'll be limited to 20 amps. That's what load curtailment means, basically. Now, it's a pilot project, and the pilot project area involves 125 households, I understand. Where are those households, and why did you choose that particular area to start? Uh, the pilot project is in South End. The reason why we chose South End is because those households were fortunate that they were not part taking to the current low shedding because they are closer to the fire station. Um, so their circuit is, is, is for fire station, so that's why they were part of, they were not being low shed. So it would not make sense if we go to an area that is currently being low shed, we're not still testing at the testing, testing stage. So for now, it means those, those, those households will also contribute to low shedding, but will contribute by load limiting and load containment. Now, I understand the success of the project is going to be determined over the course of three months. If everything goes according to plan, you're then hoping to, what, gradually introduce it to other areas? Yes, if everything goes to plan, we'll have to gradually introduce it to other areas. We'll need to get funding. But most importantly, this will affect our load shedding schedules. We'll have to then redo our load shedding schedules because it means now we must have bigger areas per stage. And then, and then we need to do public participation to make sure everyone knows which stage it is now. They are on now, and um, and we'll take it from there. Now we do understand this pilot project is only going to apply to residential households, but if it's extended further um, after the three month period is up, then one would imagine that if all goes well, we could see a situation where business, which has been feeling the pinch and the pressure of load shedding, where even business can benefit as the uh, there's more electricity to distribute. Look, the, the the business have been load curtailing themselves, some of them, on the 24-hour voluntary uh, load shedding schedules. So, because we, we can monitor them remotely and we can we can we can switch them off when they are not complying. So, it, it, it has been happening on businesses already. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your comments. Electricity and Energy Executive Director Lavuyo Magalela from the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality. Have a good day, sir. Thank you, sir.
It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. News this week that the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality launched a load curtailment pilot project that allows participating users, and these are private or residential users, to keep lights and security alarms on during load shedding. It'll benefit customers and the city, which has lost substantial revenue from ESCOM's dreaded blackouts. Load curtailment should also help protect the metro's distribution system, which is under immense pressure from the current on-off regime introduced by load shedding. Joining us now, the Chief Executive Officer of the Nelson Mandela Bay Business Chamber, Denise Van Hastien. I know this isn't targeted at businesses, Denise, but hopefully, if it takes pressure off the system, there will be benefit further down the line. It's been a tough time. Absolutely, Darren. I mean, we, we welcome what the municipality has done in terms of rolling out the, this load limiting system. Um, we think it is the, the right step. And I think any, every effort possible must be done to reduce load so that we can redistribute it to keep our economy going. Um, and, you know, our focus as a business community has been very much on interventions to retain jobs and investment in the city. So, um, you know, we've, we've got that 24 hour stage five plus schedule in place with, um, the municipality, which has played a critical role in terms of protecting, um, industry during load shedding. So it's not on off all the time, but rather 24 hours in a row, which is better if you're a continuous manufacturing um, business. Give us an idea of where business stands at the moment. A little dipstick test, if you will. I know there are many, many uh, initiatives that have been launched in order to make sure that there's as little disruption to trade as possible. But I see we've gone up to stage five and six again of late. Yeah, it's very concerning for us, especially when we get to these higher levels and where it's so extreme. So there is a lot of stress out there, especially in terms of the large manufacturers and also the, the small businesses. Um, and in addition to load shedding, we've also raised the flag around the number of unplanned um, outages that uh, have been taking place. And year to date, there have been 43 that we've noted in the industrial industrial areas around the metro. You know, and that's also is something that needs to be addressed by way of investment and maintenance of infrastructure. Um, you know, and, and also vandalism is also one of the other root causes of, of, of some of those outages. And we, in fact, we saw one this week that was due to vandalism. So our adopter substation intervention is, is one of the interventions in place to, to try and assist with that. So we've got 20 substations that we've adopted so far as business. And where we have adopted substations, substations, we've been able to prevent um, vandalism of those uh, specific substations. Now, Denise, there seems to be no end in sight. I don't know if you're liaising with uh, ESCOM or the authorities on your side and have more information, but we do seem to have no end in sight. The cost to business and to the economy around Nelson Mandela Bay has been huge. Could you give us an idea of what it looks like at the moment? How bad? Yeah, so we do quarterly surveys to understand the impact of load shedding on our economy. And because we're very much a manufacturing city, um, I think the impact is, is huge, you know, when you stop production lines and send employees home and so on. And um, according to our last survey, our local economy um, is losing um, around 1 billion rand um, a month in terms of um, load shedding. And um, and then also it also affects export orders and, you know, our reliability and our reputation, um, especially if you're multinational in terms of servicing those uh, export contracts. And I think the days of 
people having sympathy for South Africa are gone. Um, you know, we have to prove that we can compete with, with the best in the world. So th this power crisis has been a, a huge setback. And, you know, if you look at all the statements by the electricity minister and others, it is not going away anytime soon. Um, we're probably going to continue to have load shedding for quite a few more months and maybe even longer. So interventions such as the renewable energy cluster that we're working on and even um, a load curtailment model could potentially be considered for business as well as another way to um, uh, protect them, you know, because the 24-hour schedule works for those in uh, 20, uh, continuous manufacturing, but there are other manufacturers and, and size businesses that may benefit from a load curtailment model as well. Well, given the scale of the problem, and as you said, no end in sight, we welcome any initiative which is going to prove to the benefit of the city. This pilot project, by the way, comprises around 125 households um, at the moment, the load curtailment pilot project, and the success of the project apparently will be determined over the next three months. If everything goes according to plan, it'll gradually be introduced to other areas. Denise van Hastien, thank you so much for your time, and uh, have a good day. You too. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate you um, posing these questions to us as business and hopefully things will improve over the coming months. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.